Hi, this is Dr. Hudson, and today we are at Whittemore Park Middle School, and we have the pleasure of talking with Ms. Jessica Redout, and Ms. Redout is the Behavior Interventionalist and the PBIS Facilitator. So today we will be talking about PBIS, and thank you very much for um, for talking with us today. Of course. Um, thank you for, you know, speaking with me. I really appreciate it. Awesome. So let's just start with the basics. What is PBIS? Um, PBIS is going to be a positive behavior intervention system, and it's basically a way to break down your population into three tiers of service to help your general population, your more specific population who needs targeted interventions, and then your highly um, targeted interventions at the top of you know your system, the students who need more one-on-one -on -one targeted interventions to really help them be successful. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so how long um, have you been using um, or how long has PBIS been implemented into your school? This will be our second year of implementation. So we're um, currently working to implement our tier two systems with Fidelity. We are um, implemented our first year successfully. Last year was our first official year, so we were really trying to get our universal systems in place, and that includes universal management strategies, um, using a, a PBIS framework matrix that tells kids these are expectations for in the hallway, expectations for the cafeteria, on the bus lot, expectations for the cafeteria and the restrooms because we want to make sure all kids understand this is what we all agree on. Mm -hmm. We all want consistency because mm -hmm. that's the one thing that teachers would always say we need. We need consistency. So we said, okay, as a PBIS team, we're giving you the consistency. Here's our expectations. Here are our school rules per se. Mm -hmm. And we connect them back to being prompt and prepared, acting responsibly, working with integrity and showing respect. So that's what we expect our children to do. And they, they completely 100% were on top of it last year. Awesome. And because we, we took that first year and we really pushed home in that matrix of those expectations, our discipline referrals decreased by 18%. Okay. And we were able to really say, hey, our kids know how to be positive and how to act appropriately. Awesome. And so now this year we're really focused on that second tier of students that say, hey, we need a little extra help. We need a little bit more intensive help saying, I don't really understand how to act appropriately, or maybe I need some more help with organization, or I just need some one-on-one -on -one attention mm -hmm. because I am acting out in class because I'm not getting the attention that I need. Mm -hmm. So that's where we're at right now this year. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's roll it back a little bit to that first year. Mm -hmm. um, how how did that play out in your school? What does that look like when you're when you're first implementing this process, like how do you get the teachers involved, the students, and mm -hmm. I'm sure the, the parents and other stakeholders? Mm -hmm. um, it was a very quick process for us because we, we found out the day before school started we were going to be PBIS school, um, and it requires an 80% buy-in from your staff. They have The staff has to be completely in, and we were very lucky. 95% of our staff members said that they wanted to be PBIS. Mm -hmm. um, we had tried being a PBIS school about six years ago, I've been here for 12 years, and it did not go as well because we didn't implement with fidelity. Mm -hmm. And that is the number one thing you have to implement with fidelity. You have to say, we are all in. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this right. And our staff said, we're going to do it. 
And I was really pleased to hear that because I know this can work. Um, so staff said, yes, we'll do it. So we started with our matrix. We said this, these are our expectations. Mm -hmm. And the staff said, okay, we agree with them. We're going we're gonna to go back to those that PAWS and we're going to make sure the kids understand that we walk on the right. And this is what we expect in the cafeteria. So we really worked on that for a long time. Um, for the first probably nine weeks of school. Then we started establishing our reward system because that's the next thing you really have to work on is telling kids, hey, we appreciate you and we, we acknowledge you for showing respect. We acknowledge you for being prompt mm -hmm. and prepared for class. And we established paw box, little ticket reward systems for kids showing that they are doing the right thing all the time. Mm -hmm. And then we had a, we have a store once a month that they can go in and cash in their little paw box. Mm -hmm. um, and the kids really did a really good job with that. And it's our token, it's our token economy that we mm -hmm. use. And so that was the next thing we established. And then after that, we established one for our staff because we realized that the staff needed to be reinforced with all that they were doing. Mm. So through those three things, just having those consistent um, expectations in place and making sure we're implementing them with the fidelity, the paw bucks for the staff and the students, we, we focused on those three things first. And then about halfway through the year, we really focused on positive praise, mm. praising our students, sending positive note cards home, continuously for doing great things because we realize we have to build our kids up. They get torn down so much at home. Mm. They experience so much hardship that we will never understand that we need to do as much as we can to build them up. And that's one one other thing we do. We send postcards home as much as we can mm -hmm. um, and just praise them all the time. So those were some of the, the big things we did mm -hmm. um, to try and get our, our tier one systems down. I would go into classrooms too and help teachers teach mm -hmm. and just help observe and work with kids and just be a part of the classroom because sometimes teachers just need another set of eyes to right. help them or maybe they need to sit back and watch their class to see what it looks like from a kid's perspective. Or just reframing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So allowing them to kind of have another set of eyes to see the structure mm -hmm. of their classroom so I would do that as well. So just these little couple little things. It doesn't sound like a lot, but when you really look at the whole framework of what we did last year, it set us up to be successful. Right. So, and so I, it was a good year. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think about the fact that, you know, a lot of times as kids get older, people are like, oh, you know, they don't want things like paw bucks or mm -hmm. they don't. But, you know, I remember teaching um, an adult class mm -hmm. um, at a tech school, and I was putting stickers on the on the test when they did mm -hmm. well, and they were like, oh, nobody wants that. And I was like, oh, okay. So I stopped. <laughs> and then the next time, they're like, um, where are our stickers, you know? <laughs> so, you, you know, just yeah. the fact that you mentioned that and, and how powerful it can be, uh -huh. even in a middle school setting. Yeah. Well, and I even think, too, like, my, my local grocery store, they do... Teachers and students, this is Gubby for afternoon announcements. Good job, Ms. Winton. Well, that's actually, that's one of our incentives. Oh, okay. That's one of our students. If he has, if he meets all of his expectations through the day, mm -hmm. his reward is to get to do that every day. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's, he's one of our level three students, your tier, tier three students, and that's, he's in a self-contained setting because mm -hmm. of his IEP. Thank you, Ethan. And that's what he gets. My local grocery store, they just started this thing where um, 
you can earn stickers, either digital stickers or regular stickers, to earn like points for bakeware. Mm. Last year they did um, like drinkware. The year before they did knives. Mm-hmm. The year before that they did um, stainless steel pots and pans. I love it. Right. Like the digital stickers, of course, you can get more digital stickers, but I like the physical sticker. And then I think, okay, gas perks Absolutely. at st- certain stores. Yes. And then, of course, you know, safe driving tips. Yes. Like, we as adults have rewards. Starbucks rewards. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Like, we have rewards. I love the CVS ones yes. you get with those super long the receipts. I love the receipts. <laughs> right. There's so many coupons. But we still get rewards as adults. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, a lot of teachers, you know, they'll say, well, my kids, I don't like the paw bucks. Well, I understand that. Maybe they just haven't seen something at the store that's right for them just yet. And that's fine. We can figure out what they want. And maybe that's something that I can get for them. Or maybe they just want a coupon to sit wherever they want at, re- or at lunch mm-hmm. or go to the front of the lunch line. Mm-hmm. I said, but as adults, there are things that like this that we want as well. Absolutely. I said, so it's, it's something that we can work with and right. we can figure it out. And so they're like, well, yeah, yeah you're right. I said, we just got to think of it from a different perspective. From a different perspective. So you touched on um, tier three. Mm -hmm. So could you elaborate a little more on what tier Mm -hmm. three is? So tier three is going to be those students who have already have established individualized education plans, behavior intervention plans, or what we have, rehabilitative counseling services. So plans that have already been put in place that have specific needs that have already been met. So they've kind of already advanced to that, that next level because they have individualized needs. So that's that very small population. Right now, our, our tier three population serves approximately 23% of our population, which is a little high according to the PBIS standards, but that's our population right. we serve. Right. So there's nothing we can do about that. Mm-hmm. And we have to make sure that we're doing everything we can to help that population. And, um, According to our records, our discipline referrals two years ago for that particular population were very high. They were our number one students being reported. Mm-hmm. Last year, that decreased. Nice. And the district was giving like um, accommodations for us saying, hey, you did an awesome job in the first semester at decreasing your referrals for that population. Mm-hmm. Like. It, it made us feel good. It made our kids feel good. Right. Because they're seeing success. Right. And it also shows the teachers that, hey, we're actually helping these kids. Mm-hmm. We're using interventions that work for their needs. We're not just saying, we're not just doing it because this is what the plan says. Right. We're actually meeting their needs. And you're doing it in a positive way. Mm-hmm. It's not punitive. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. They're I've worked at this school for so long, and we've used so many different things. We've tried single gender. Mm-hmm. I taught all boys for a year, then I taught all girls for a year. We've done iPads. We have Chromebooks now. We've tried so many things, and this is the first thing that I've seen a positive change awesome. in the staff, the environment, the climate, the kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really it really does make me feel good. Awesome. Like it, It's revitalized a lot of the staff that's been here for a while, and it makes us happy to come to work. Great. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about, um, you said that you guys attempted PBIS mm-hmm. about six years ago, mm-hmm. and the difference now, what do you think was the change or the shift that made a difference? Um, it was Back then, it wasn't implemented with fidelity. It was not um, communicated correctly. Mm-hmm. 
every month I meet with teachers and I show them monthly data, discipline, trends, what, and I say, okay, what kind of problems are we seeing right now? Mm-hmm. What is our data telling us? What do we need? Right now, we're seeing a lot of issues on our buses. That's our, our number one issue. So right now on my table, <laughs> we see folders or things with um, pop-ups for the bus drivers. Uh-huh. So the bus drivers can help us reinforce our positive behaviors for our kids. Okay. So that's something we realize we're having an issue with. So that's what we're doing. We're, we're coming up with solutions together. Mm-hmm. And that was not something we did before. Um, the expectations back then for the hallway, the cafeteria, the restroom were not consistent throughout the school. Mm-hmm. We have consistency now. Um, any grade level administrator, because we have an AP for eighth grade, an AP for seventh grade, and an AP for sixth grade, and then of course our principal for overall any grade, mm-hmm. um, they can switch around each grade level and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it because everybody's consistent. Right. It doesn't matter what classroom you go into because everything is consistent. Mm-hmm. Back then, was not the same. Mm-hmm. So I think that had a lot to do with it. Everybody was kind of on their own island mm-hmm. and it was survival. Now we're all together. Right. And we're all working towards the same thing. Yeah, and that's what I hear. It, it sounds systemic, mm-hmm. like you just talked about including the bus drivers mm-hmm. in it. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. And a lot of people think that the change needs to happen quickly. Mm-hmm. And that is even something I've had to work on because I'm the kind of person, like, you tell me to fix something, I'm going to fix it, (laughs) and it's going to, like, we're going to do it tomorrow. (laughs) I've had to tell myself, slow down. Mm -hmm. Real change, like, even an intervention change for a child takes at least four weeks to see a difference. So, for me, I I have to realize that if I'm going to see a change for my students and my staff, it's going to take at least four weeks. Mm -hmm. We, We have to make sure this is the right change to make. And it's a gradual thing. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's going to happen right away. Right. So while we would love to see a change overnight, it, it's a process. Right. But yeah. our process is paying off for the for the positive. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So what would you say um, are some challenges or things to look for and maybe some ways to overcome it that you've seen um, thus far in this process? Take it slow. There was another middle school in our district um, that was, they were going to implement PBIS last year, as we were, and they were supposed to have a a, um, behavior interventionist just like I was, and it kind of fell through for whatever reason. And they tried to implement it, and it did not work out very well, because they didn't have someone in my role. And so they had one this year, and they were kind of trying to get to the same point we were. And I, I was trying to explain to the woman, I said, you got to slow it down, slow it down, because she was burning herself out. Because mm-hmm. she was like, well, i got to do this. i got to get tier two ready. i got to do this. And I'm like, slow down. Mm-hmm. So because I, I felt rushed like that, too. And I, if I felt rushed, then I know my teachers are going to feel rushed. And then I feel like things were going to fall apart. So slowing it down and just making sure those expectations are in place the reward systems in place, that teachers know the expectations and are enforcing them. Mm-hmm. Those are like those top three things. If you have those as your foundation, then you can start building from the top or building from there for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just taking it slow, having those expectations, um, having the reward system and just making sure that consistency is there. Mm-hmm. Very, very important mm-hmm. um, for anybody starting out. And just really having that one person 
to kind of say this is this is what I'm focused on um, and having a team to bounce ideas off of mm. I have my PBIS team and I have my team from last year and we kind of we put some new people on the team this year mm-hmm. but I have my veterans from last year and I'm constantly going back and forth and I'm saying okay well, what about this I'm like oh so how many paw bucks do you think we should be giving the bus drivers or we're getting ready to have a behavior incentive next week for any students who didn't earn any ISS OSS or bus suspensions Mm -hmm. but we're giving an option if they earned one referral for a level one offense like a dress code violation Mm -hmm. um so we know kids love holy jeans yes (laughs) um they can buy back their 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 spot in the incentive but I could not I just for myself I just I could not decide on how many paw bucks they needed to buy back their spot. So I sent out an email. I said, help. Need an answer quick. Mm-hmm. I just sent it to everybody. And I just said, just send me a number. Mm-hmm. And they, they all responded so quickly. Just because I just needed, I just needed info right, right. then and there. Right. And they were just so quick. So just having that community and mm-hmm. those relationships with people that we can just give information quickly like that. I'm very transparent with my teachers mm-hmm. that I work with and all of them. And they ask me about children or interventions or PBIS stuff, I'll tell them, like, I may not know the answer right now, mm-hmm. or I'm not sure what we're going to do, but we're going to find it out together. Awesome. And just, you know, being open and honest with people, because there's, we can't, we can't hide behind any roles, we can't hide behind anything, we just have to say, okay, this is what we got, we got to use it, we're going to find the answer. Just make it work. Just make it work. Yeah. Yeah, we just got to make it work. Okay. Yeah. Have you found any resources that um, have been particularly helpful? Or? Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, PBISapps.org. Mm-hmm. It's a very good one. Um, they actually, you can sign up. It's a free resource. You can sign up, and they have surveys. With PBIS, they do a lot of team checklists, um, fidelity checklists that they say you should do throughout the year. It's a lot of... Um, technical jargon Mm -hmm. they are helpful for that facilitator or that one person to do just to make sure you're on target throughout the year um so that's more I keep that kind of that stuff to myself and if I feel as though it's something that I need my team to complete I'll give it to them Mm -hmm. but I use it just to make sure we're on target with where we're supposed to be but pbisapps.org they have those surveys available and it's um all on the on the website and it can um, it kind of opens up every month and tells you what surveys to oh, okay. take if you need, like if that's what you choose to do. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. Um, PBIS.org mm-hmm. is a great one. And actually one of the contributors of that site, Kent McIntosh, he's from the University of Oregon. I just saw him at the PBIS forum in Chicago at the beginning of this month. He um, he was a great speaker. He is a contributor to that website as well, and they're actually coming out with a positive behavior recognition app. Oh. It's a free app where you can set it on your phone to remind you to recognize positive behavior in your classroom. So you can set it to go off to remind you to do it, then you can log, like, how many times you did, Mm -hmm. or if you have a particular student you're supposed to recognize so many times, like, so if you say, um, Desi, I have to, Desi's my dog, I always use his name, because I don't like to use any student (laughs) names, I always use my dog's name, Desi, um, 
I'm supposed to recognize him five times in class so I can set for Desi intervals for how many times I need to just in case I forget right my phone will go off five times so I think and it's a free app there um they released the Google Play version they're working on the iOS version right now so we learned about that and I, was, I thought that was really cool yes um and then Missouri Department of Education they're kind of the leading mm-hmm. leading PBIS people Florida is also really really good as well um so those are the ones I always turn to for my resources Great. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have any parting words for us? Learn this in Chicago, and I'm not Kent Mc, Kent McIntosh shared it. I'm not sure. I can't remember who he got it from. So this is not mine. He shared it, but he said PBIS is kind of like a kind of like a bike. Mm-hmm. He said it's the the framework of a bike. So you want to make sure you have a really strong frame carbon fiber frame because if you buy a really weak frame where the frame is rusted it's going to fall apart Mm -hmm. so pbis is not an intervention it's the structure it's the framework of how your school is going to operate because then all the other parts of the bike the seat itself are going to be your staff members the handlebars are your coaches the um, wheels itself are your like your implementation, the things that you're you're putting together, your programs, your content, your things of that nature. The principles of the administration is actually the part that holds the chain on. It's called the derailleur, mm-hmm. which sounds really bad, <laughs> but DE meaning down is holding it down. So you're holding everything in place to make it go. Mm-hmm. So then you also have the pedals, which is kind of like, you know, the momentum, the kids, they're doing the work for you. And then you have your map with your data mm-hmm. telling you which way you need to go. Mm-hmm. So when you have all those things together, you got to have something to hold together, and that's PBIS. Mm-hmm. It's that foundation. It's expectation. It's everything that we need to make the stuff work. Very so good. that's that's the best way for me to sum things up. It's, it's a bike. Yes. It yes. is a bike. Awesome. <laughs> Well, I would like to thank you, Ms. Redout, for talking to us. Mm -hmm. Um, This is great information. Oh, good. Um, Would it be okay if they had any questions, if I could shoot them your way? Oh, yes, of course. Please do. Please do. Awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you for talking with us. Of course. Thank you.